Mr. One Phone is in the house with two numbers in the house. <laughs> Y'all like Mr. One Phone, like, what's that about? So, piggyback. I believe last week or the week before last. I can't fully remember now. I don't have the iPhone 12 Pro Max anymore. They always give it to one of my family members. That's a birthday, late birthday gift, and everything. And before I start the podcast, part of the reason being for that was because the phone was 128 gigabytes. So, did good for the past two and a half years I had the phone and whatnot. What's the plan to get another iPhone? You guys remember a few weeks back, I was talking about the eSIM situation thingy and um, how the technology for that, though maybe about four or five years old now, is still new. To a lot of folks, and I was has not fully mature yet to where you know folks were like, okay, cool, we got a cell phone. I don't have a SIM card. We can switch, you know, electronic SIMs because electronic SIM is built into the phone. Switch phone numbers on the quick fly and easy, yada yada yada. So when the iPhone 14 series came out, and Apple stupidly decided for the U.S. market, we are not going. To have a SIM card trade slot, physical SIM card trade slot. So they glad that you better SIM on the phone. Some people was cool with it. Some people isn't cool with it. And some folks have good things to go along with it. Some folks is having trouble with it. So it's like a double-edged sword right now with the processes of it. But afar from all of that, though, in regards with that, um, gave all my family members... The cell phone. It's like late birthday gift. They needed it. <laughs> they came from my iPhone 8 Plus. <laughs> so they truly need an upgrade. Upgrade. They're enjoying it. And everything else. And um, got the different cases for the 12 Pro Max and all that good stuff. And on one case about the funny birthday, I'm looking like, yeah, make sure the phone stay in there. Because the way you look at the 8 Plus, but the reason why the 8 Plus is kind of... It needs a whole cosmetic change. But that's because I have bought a ultra thin um, phone case where I got my iPhone 8 Plus. I supposed to buy something heavy duty back in the day, which could kept up, you know, how the look is. So that was actually on me for not buying a better case back in the day, whatever. So far from all that, though, to the family right they give it to. <laughs> I let them know, be very cautious of it. Like, the thing is cool, it's nice looking. You know, and whatnot, but I don't want to be looking later on down the road and see that whole phone that I gave to somebody looking damaged again because, you know, when you give things to other people, and especially piece of your spirit is on it, meaning, and I gave the example last week, as yeah, so you guys know you have your cell phones, whatever, you can drop them a million times. And depending on your spirit is, your cell phone won't break. You can get pissed off, launch it across the room as hard as you can. It hit the wall. You go back to it realizing that, damn, I ain't paying it off. <laughs> and you get no things and scratches on it. You let somebody do the same thing. Take your phone, throw it, it's going to break. Different spirits go to different attachments. So with that and everything else... um. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, you know, it's still looking good and everything. Okay, cool. The ink bottles are 
clean it out as I drink some more tea real quick because it is a little bit of a cloudy out here in Kelly and everything else. And so it's time for some hot tea and everything. And for those that in the winter bliss, y'all get hot cacao, <laughs> whatnot. Other than that, it's 16.06 or 4.06 p.m. Army time, Saturday, October 22nd. 2022. My most humble apologies, ladies and gents. I totally forgot to do this podcast yesterday. And my mind caught up on a whole lot of things. Doing the screenplay for a particular Bible book that most of you guys will know about. And some other stuff. And just, yeah, I was out of it. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Then realized that today till I started my um, Bible studies and I was like, oh crap. I said, I forgot I gotta do the podcast. <laughs> it happened on a Saturday for a reason. It happened on a Saturday for a reason, anyways. We are also in week 260, sessions 1291 through 1295 for this week of October 17 to October 21st, 2022. I mean, yeah, the October. Yeah, October seventeenth, October twenty-first. Anyways, <laughs> welcome wolves to the Roses Wolf Stand Podcast. Like I said, I'm Mister One Phone. So the phone that I did keep was a Galaxy S twenty plus five G with T Mobile for the Samsung. Only reason why I'm saying that because you know we get certain Android phones from certain carriers. They have their main logo in there, like T Mobile has a logo. We boot up the phone. Say Samsung, then it goes to T-Mobile, or be like AT&T, boot up Samsung, then AT&T, same thing with, you know, Verizon, boot up Samsung, then Verizon, and everything. So I don't know what an unlocked Samsung phone looks, but the next phone I will be getting will be the S22 Ultra. Some of y'all might be like, you should wait for the S23 Ultra coming out next year. Eh, no. <laughs> I have a feeling Samsung's gonna pull the same thing Apple did, and that is for the US markets or whatever particular market not have a SIM card tray slot within the next generation. And at the same time, for the S22 series, I'm hearing good things about it. So that was actually one of the phones that I did want to get and everything because of the stylus and everything. If you guys remember some of my earlier podcasts, I think it'd be back in 2016, whatnot. I believe I did do some off of the Galaxy Note 8. I can't fully remember. It's been so many years. So, and even then, actually, no, nah, we did. We did. We did. Because I did the podcast and the podcast recap. That's how I continue to do the same tradition right now. Because with the Samsung, some Android phones, you could do different split screen. iPad, you could do a split screen. But the iPhones, for some odd reason, Apple's so stupid to not do that. So, I'm kind of leaning off towards the Apple stuff. And Apple products, I'm kind of just rocking with it. See their iPads and the MacBooks, whatever. But when it comes with the phones and the watches and everything, I'm like, we switch back to Team Android, <laughs> per se. But I'm still both parties, so. Me being a music producer, I like my little workflow that I do off the Macs and stuff like that. Me doing the podcast, it's all like doing it off the Android. Because it's easy for me to split screen and yada yada. Afar from all of that, 
both phone numbers is on the main phone that I have. So I'm trying out the eSIM thing, the electronic SIM that's built into this Galaxy S20 Plus. And it's been cool. It's been cool switching numbers from eSIM, electronic SIM, to the physical SIM card, which is my 8 number, my 424 number, is the eSIM number. So, and I kind of also notice the difference as well, too. We do switch between both, depending on which one, because both of them got the same service. They both of them from T-Mobile. But at the same time, um, seeing, like, which for the reception is a little bit much more stronger. Like I said, both of them are equal par. I know the E7 tends to hit a little bit much more harder, meaning tend to get more better reception than the physical sim. And then the physical sim might be working at LAX. If mechanics is working on the aircraft, I noticed that sometimes with the E sim phone calls now that kind of greatish in a way. We have a whole lot of electronic interference, but the physical sim cards, my boy number, tends to do a little bit more better. So, like I said, E sim, electronic sim is still. A technology that is still developing. And what they should do is the eSIM phones, they should have pushed that out for 2025 or 2030. Well, 2025 with the latest. And then 2030 with the um, augmented reality type phone type thingies and stuff like that, or the holographic ones that they be showing. But far from all of that, let's get into today's topics. Let's get into today's topics. I mean, today's podcast. Let's start. October 17, 2022. <clears throat> Bless Mondays. Stop losing sleep over things that are not in your control. I meant, I talked about this many times, but it's also always a reminder where we do come back towards talking about this type of topic. We go through different events in life. That can knock us back and have us feel some type of way. And at the same time, we tend to lose sleep over a whole grip of things that most definitely um, have us feel some type of way. So when that does tend to happen, what we need to do is to really stop losing sleep. Over things that we cannot control. We cannot control what's going to happen tomorrow. We cannot control what's going to happen within each and every nanosecond. Can't control what's going to happen to the rest of our life, per se. We can't control the other things that has got us jacked up. And we can't control most ideas. And to have a standby. Sorry about that, ladies and gents. I really need the tea for many other reasons. But um, we tend to lose control over things. i give you a perfect example. Somebody that has a whole lot going on. Meaning they got this type of schedule. Of whatever it is they put down. And they just busy, busy, busy all the time. And then when they come out from part of their schedule that's not working well, they got bent out of shape and lose their natural complete minds and just say, oh my goodness, this is, this is, this is. It's like, look, can't control everything. 
and most of us try to control things and we lose some sleep over dang that I pay the bills. Dang my man counseling the negative. Dang this is happening. Dang I got this. I could he's losing over sleep over petty shit. <laughs> Excuse my language. I fully cussing it. <laughs> that came out real smooth. My most humble apologies, ladies and gents. <laughs> my bad, my bad about that. My bad about that. That just slips. Whoops. <laughs> For those that don't know, your boy is a Christian that's not perfect. <laughs> In my earlier, earlier podcast is from 2016 to a little bit of 2020. Um, or half of 2021. It's I'll be real with y'all. Most podcasts had a whole lot of foul language. <laughs> Lately, we've been doing better and not say certain things certain podcasts that we do let loose depending on the topic but my most humble apologies like suggest that just slipped out <laughs> it's real smooth i had to catch myself on that one but that's a you know it's a little cliffhanger it's a laughing moment right there uh no and also seriousness though be petty things that we worry about that most definitely have our minds so jacked up that we don't see the bigger picture. So we lose sleep over it. And we lose control. On what God has called us to do. To the point where we just going ahead. And just doing other things. That has messed us up. The reason why I'm saying it like that. Ladies and gents. Is for this particular reason. Let God take control. Of what's going on in your life. Because sometimes you just got to sit down on the couch or sit back in the chair, or sit down in your bed or sit down on the toilet or something and just and sit down in the bathroom and just really think, is all of what I worry about going to matter in the upcoming 15 to 20 years or the next year or the next few months or in a couple of weeks? Like, is all what I worry about going to matter? In the time allocated that God has still given us. When you think about it from that point of view, God will start to show you the bigger picture of why are you worrying about A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Let me take care of that and you go ahead and handle your business doing something else. As opposed to worrying about, oh my goodness, oh no, this Like this, shut up. Stop worrying. Stop losing sleep over things you cannot control and let God take care of what your problems is. Straight up. Let's continue. October 18, 2022 on the Grind Tuesdays, when the Lord gives you a new task to do, start the process and keep it going. So, I forgot what day it was. Oh, October 20th. So, it was on Thursday. Um, I think it was early Thursday morning, if I'm not mistaken, come at work or at home, one of the two, or later on the afternoon, one of the two, that, um, I forgot what the heck I was doing, and just out the blue, I was like, you know what, let's go ahead and, oh, I was actually at work, and I was looking, um, early Thursday morning because of side terminals. And um was it inside the terminals early Thursday morning? 
But did we leave on time? I'm gonna try to remember because I know one of these days, I know one of the days. No, I was inside thermos because I asked for asked for asked for. I was, I was, I was. Well, apologies, y'all. Had a moment. And the only reason why I had to say it like that is because I had told one of my um, coworkers was helping her out because she had to stay for the standby and let her know what she needs to check on the aircraft and yada, 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 things of that nature. Do my little supervisor thing, low key. Teaching somebody else how you actually properly check a plane and check everybody's areas that they didn't fully do properly. <laughs> but um, inside the terminals, I was looking at um, at a Godfather scene on YouTube, but it was uh, the casino scene in the first movie of Mo, Mo Green and um, whatchamacallit, Michael Corleone and whatnot. But then the visuals of how they did it, they did like a little split screen of you got the movie scene, and you also had the script. So I'm listening to the actors speak and they're going like literally word by word from the script and things of that nature. So I'm watching that. And God gave me this narration. He was like, well, you talk about you want to do um, a particular Bible book or Bible stories. And especially from the Yaprakatha um, on the anime adaptation and probably live action and things of that nature. Heaven in the moderate day setting per se. And so Laura's like, why now you just go ahead and make that to a screenplay? You know, get back into writing screenplays and things. So I used to do that back in high school and a little bit in college. So I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and do it. So the Lord gave me a new task of you want to really engage with the Bible, just go ahead and screenplay it out. And of course, you know, there's many other different Bible movies that's been out there for many centuries and stuff like that. But I'm just going to let you guys know ahead of the fence. This one's going to be raw. <laughs> what we about, to, the Lord going to have us to do by his mercy, his grace, going to be raw. When I mean raw, I mean we going for the gusco. You will see some bloody fight scenes and some other things. Maybe like, what in the? And I just feel like this. Keep it real. Some of the Bible movies stay cool and everything. And I understand the audience and how they try to reach people. But sometimes you got to hit them with the authenticness of how the scriptures really says it out. So this particular book that we always mentioned before. And I'm not going to mention it when we write it from. But it's going to be interesting. Because it's going to... And I'm like this. The script will be interesting because it's going to be ongoing. Low-key. With this particular book, we'll stop at Joshua, but I'll get the game twisted because I do want to hit on other points at other parts of the books of the Bible as well, too, and just completely get the raw, raw of how it's supposed to be and not the sugarcoat version of everything. I'm talking about Adam and Eve, butt-ass naked, and I'm saying it like that. Inside of the garden, not being ashamed. And then have folks, when they watch the movie, understand why they was ashamed when they bit the forbidden fruit. Like, had that understanding. So, 
kind of gave you a little glimpse of <laughs> what if we're gonna be working on but some of y'all like gonna be nudity inside the film hey i'ma just keep it real you gotta keep it raw sometimes and we read the bible the bible is hecka raw don't be read don't don't believe me read the book of judges it's a particular book in the book of judges um, cause the first rape scene, well, the first rape happened with Dinah, Joseph and Reuben, Levi, Joseph, Benjamin, their brothers, younger sister and everything. Cause Jacob had, um, 13 kids. He had 12 sons and one daughter. So his only daughter had yeah, got raped by um Shimachi or I forgot Simchim or whatever his name was and everything. You gotta look at the book of Genesis and also if you know about the book of Jasher, read the real account as to what really went down with that. But I think yeah, I think the dude was named Simchim, something like that. Anyways, Dinah and her mom and her auntie had went to the land of Sechim, which is named out there. Um, what you call it? Name it the Prince. And they went out there because that, I believe in the land century, they had like a little party that was going on. So they went out there, you know, to see the party. So the Prince was there and he seen Dinah, which was Joseph and them sister. And was like, damn, she looked good. You know, I need to get on that. And so it said that he, it said that, that F flew forcefully that took Dinah from the mom and stuff like that. And um and basically right there. Because his lust and the spirit of fornication was so powerful upon him that he raped Dana, kept her at the palace for a cool little minute, then Joseph and the brother well, the older brothers, um, Simeon and Levi heard about it. And Judah and them, they was all pissed off. And so I think if I'm not mistaken, it was Simeon and Levi. They both have went into the city of Sechem by God's mercy and murked everybody inside the town. Except for some of the women and the children. But they murked all the dudes. And part of the reason being is because um, it was supposed to be a covenant. And since the dudes wasn't uncircumcised, so uncircumcised means that, and I'm just keep it real with you guys this podcast, uncircumcised mean that you still get your foreskin on the tip of your penis. So for us guys, when you take a look at your penis, you look like, oh, a little like a mushroom. That's because when you was young, you got your foreskin cut off, which was like the little extra layer of skin that was on top of it. So we hear I'm circumcised, and we hear why And back in the days. Um, actually, that's like a blood covenant between God and the Israelites. If you really think about it from that point of view. For those that do know the Bible and, and things of that nature, if you don't, this may not make sense to you. But I pray by the grace of the Holy Spirit, he opened up your eyes and your ears so you can hear what the Spirit is saying. But I will say like this, uh, because especially for if you're older and a teenage age and, you know, you still ain't got uncircumcised, I believe that process probably nowadays may not be painful. But I know back in the day it was painful. They actually used sharp knives to snip, snip, you know, take out that foreskin around the area and everything. So... Sechem and his pop, I think Hazar was his name or something like that. 
they was talking to Jacob. The brothers was there in the midst because they was such uh, a told Jacob like he was like, "Y'all love your daughter so so much. Give her to me." Then I found out second thing, Judah or Simeon, one of them had this fire scheme. They was like, you know what? We get these fools circumcised. Um, they could become like us and everything. So Sedgman them, where they heard it, you know, like, oh, we got, oh, we got, you know, cut off our foreskin. We'd be like, you guys, okay, cool. But they had a plot saying that, shoot, they cool people, you know. Like they, you know, Jacob and them is cool, you know, we can be as one with God. They flocks and yada, yada, yada. So it was way more to what it was. But Jacob's son set them uh, stuff in motion. Like I said, Simeon and um, Levi, if I'm not mistaken, were the ones that rolled up into the city of Sechem when the dudes were still recovering from getting that foreskin cut from their penis and everything like that. Snip, snip, and whatever. And then from there, um, Simeon Levi did damage, kill all the men because of a such, and they killed him as well too because of him raping their sister, which was an abomination among the lands of the Israelites. Actually, abomination. Period. That's the first scene. The Book of Judges. There is a gruesome, gruesome rape and butcher scene that happens, and the crazy thing is. It's with a Levite. <laughs> so. When Joshua had died. Israel was set tripping for real. So God had different people. He had Deborah. He had Gideon. He had Samson. I mean Samson. <laughs> I said that with confidence. Yeah, Samsung. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gents. He had a dude named Samsung that was giving out telecommunications through the Bible. <laughs> no, he had Samson. Samson. The man that had natural superhero strength by God by God's grace. But at the temptation of the spirit, a lesson spirit for a fornication. Because Delilah. Uh, was most definitely a heifer and most definitely was conniving and a whole lot of stuff. I'll just call her a hoe. How about that? No offense, you know, for anyways. Y'all like, thank you. You going hard like that. I'm just keep it real with the Bible. We actually read we actually read what she was doing with Samson. You mean everything? Samson. You know, it's some craziness. But since he wanted to feel loved, he played along with the games that Delilah was playing. Afar uh, from all of that, you guys know anybody named Delilah? Run. <laughs> but afar uh, from all of that, though. Afar uh, from that. Um, and but in this particular book inside the book of Judges, it was coming from the tribe of Benjamin. Um, this particular Levi priest and somebody else was going to visit somebody in a different town. The crazy thing is the Levi had a prostitute as a girlfriend. And she had brought her friend along with her or whatever. No, no, no. I had a prostitute as a girlfriend. And they went to go to somebody's house and something like that, whatever. And I forgot what the rest of the scene was about. Anyways, the city that they were in was part of the tribe of Benjamin. So the dudes, you know, was on the other side. 
I mean, the other side is on the other side, you know, stuff like that. So they heard that the Levi priest came in and stuff like that. It's like, hey, you know, we want to, you know, have some sexual relationships with him. With him. The dude for the house, so they had the people in. He was like, look, um, this ain't about to go down. But this dude got his concubine. That's just why I said prostitute or hoe or only fans. Anyways. It's like he got his concubine here, and I have, I think he said he had his daughter or something like that. And he said, We get, he's, and he, the dude, other dude, the get, I put it like this. The host of the house has said, I will give you these two. Y'all can do whatever you want, y'all want to do with her. And they was like, Cool. So they pushed them out, pushed them out the house, the two chicks, the concubine, another chick. The dudes in the town, wherever they did, they did a thing. Because um, they literally raped and killed the chick. So, and the only reason why I said it because the next morning, the Levitical priest, he's getting ready to leave. And said, old girl was slumped by the door. Like she had no life in her. Here, here, Here's the cold part. Here's the cold part. You have to picture it. Cold part is the Levi priest. This fool was like, hey, get up. Try to tap her and like get up. So instead, what he do, he takes her, I think, inside the house or somewhere, chops her up in 12 pieces. You guys heard me correct. He chops her up in, in 12 pieces. Send each piece to each tribe of Israel. That's a declaration of war. And part of the reason being was because what the tribe of Benjamin had did, which was they, um, the man that's from the tribe of Benjamin, they raped the chick. That's abomination within the tribes and everything. And tribe of Judah and everybody else in Israel and stuff like that, they wouldn't actually... They was about to battle against the brothers in a belief, and I'm mistaken. Winning that story, the Lord is like, "Nah, we ain't about to have this be on a crack." No, 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 no. Actually, they did. Actually, they did. What actually happened was the man that killed the women. The other tribes had found them and had murked them out for the sin that they had done, and it was it was a major bloodbath. The guy was he at the interview and was like, "Look, y'all set tripping. Everybody go home," <laughs> and everybody went home. Like I said, Book of Judges. Inside the Old Testament, it, it's a trip. But as you guys hear me give you guys the stories and stuff like that, that's what I mean by the Lord gives you something new to do. Continue, keep doing the process. I already been seeing these stories in my head whenever I read them. That's why I like reading the Bible. That's why I know that the Bible is true. Excuse me, I have to drink the rest of the sea. That's how I know the Bible is not fluff. When you can picture in your head the scenes of what's happened, you see a whole bigger avenue as to, whoa, that's crazy. So Laura's blessed me with the talent to write the screenplay and actually been focused. I've been watching videos that talks about how to format it properly and this and this and this. I'm like, you know what? We're going to do the best that we can. It's going to be mistakes. 
I can care less as long as we meet up with the right people to turn into an anime adaptation. Reese why I said anime, because I know live action can't really depend on people per se. Anime, get with the right studio and they can have something very incredible. If you guys know about One Piece or Bleach, which is some dope animes right there, um, you know that some of the artwork for some particular animes, wherever anime you watch, you know that the artwork can be a hit or a miss. Normally, nine and ten times, it's always a hit. But there's some art studios out there in Japan that actually know how to make cartoon characters come to life and adaptation. So, but here's the thing, though. What has the Lord blessed you? What task has he blessed you? What idea or talent has he blessed you with? To where he's telling you, start the process. It does not need to be perfect. It does not need to be perfect. Let me say it for a third time for those that don't know how to listen. It does not need to be perfect. Stop trying to reach perfection when it comes to doing the things that God's called you to do. If God's called, excuse me, if God's called you to do something and everything, don't dwell on the ignorance of I gotta have it to be perfect. Ain't no such thing as perfection. I'm gonna just keep it like that. God's perfect in all means, but for us as humans, especially on this earth, on this earth ain't no such thing as perfection. It's not. Because here's the reason being, it's always the tiniest flaw that you cannot see. And most definitely it's imperfection right there. Nothing is perfect. Not even the new cell phone that you may have purchased. Be like, oh my goodness, it's perfect. It's no marks. It's no things. It's nothing on here. Really? Look deeper in the microscope and you'll see something that you don't see with a no naked eye. Nothing is not perfect. Stop trying to reach perfection. American society and part of this world has truly put that BS mantra of you gotta be perfect to do this. What the hell is perfect and they're not perfect? You get what I'm saying? So if God has called you to do something, don't question him. Just do it. Like slogan from Nike, just do it. Because questioning, you know, if you do question God, just ask him, show you different signs that whatever it is he has you to do is what he needs you to do. Because some folks will need confirmation, which is true. But for those of us that kind of maturing into the faith, we already know God tells us to do something, we just go ahead and just do it. Regardless of how we feel, we just go ahead and just do it because go open doors, open avenues for something else much more greater than what it is that we're doing right now. Let's continue. October 19, 2022, Motivational Wednesdays. Detox your body or more so detox your mind from all impurities. So if you be eating a whole lot of junk food, stuff like that, I highly suggest you guys do detoxing. I'm hearing that the sea moss thing is actually beneficial and does get more energy and is you know does help out the blood and everything so i'm gonna be doing that pretty soon you can tell your body needs a full detox when you just farting <laughs> all day or burping along or you can't get no sleep or you know your body just feeling uh, sluggish and everything you know you need to detox and stuff like that but what i also mean by detox your mind from all impurities like what have you been 
feeding your spirit, where you've been feeding your mind from YouTube, from Instagram, from Twitter, from Snapchat, from TikTok, and other things like what, or binge watching shows, like what have you guys literally been doing that is uh, have your mind with with being 30? Detox your body and detox your mind. More so detox your mind more because a whole lot of folks go with different mental health issues and different things of that nature. And it's sad. But at the same time, look at the bigger picture. It's like, what the hell are you doing on your phone most of the time? Who are you around? What's your affluence and everything? So ask God to learn how to detox your body. Ask God to learn how to really detox your mind. Get rid of all the impurities because when you do that, you feel much more better. You feel much more cleaner. You feel a heck lot much more energetic in things. When you don't detox your mind or your body, you're going to feel sluggish. You're going to feel bloated. You're going to feel you have no sense of urgency to get work on your goals that God has you to do. You're just not going to be whatever. Waste time. Waste life. And then from there, just be out the blue. So learn and ask God help for how to detox your mind and detox your body so you can feel better, live better, grow better. At the same time, knock out your tasks and things that it's called to do quicker. So let's continue. October 20 of 2022, Day Thursdays. Dreams are interesting. For the ones that have crossed over to the other side, meaning heaven or hell, are still alive with us in our hearts. I would say those are in heaven, so alive in our hearts. Those that cross over to the other side, unfortunately, not fully alive as much in our hearts. Reason why I have mentioned this particular um message for this post is because I know that our folks are so hurting especially when the pandemic had hit and just ravaged and killed up a whole lot of people there are folks that are so grieving over the loved ones that they had lost and we get taken back before the pandemic but folks was losing people left and right and they're still grieving from those that they had lost. You have folks that want to sleep a lot. And part of the reason, you know, is because they do need to rest their bodies. The other part of the reason, though, is because they can see their family member that's not here on Earth when any dreams. That's why I said dreams are interesting. Matter of fact, a good buddy of mine, he told me I can mention his name. I mentioned his name before sometimes, but... Tell him, I was like, no, I'm not going to mention your name in the podcast. Keep it confidential. But we had a cool conversation on early Friday morning and whatnot. And uh, actually, a very interesting conversation. I'm not going to say what it's about, but I want to say like around the 6 or 7 o'clock hour in the morning and whatnot. Um, we were talking about the firmament that God had placed between heaven and earth and also at the dust of the sea because there was a firmament there. 
then I was like, you know what? Because it hit me. I was like, what if when we have dreams, that's actually not dreams, but whatever is in the depths of the ocean with the firmament, meaning that what we perceive to see on this surface that we live in right now, what if that beyond the firmament is the other side of a different society? Or when we have our dreams, that the dream side of how we rest is actually our other side within the other side of the firmament. So let me explain this much more deeper from a black and white point of view, and that'd be the color spectrum. Let's say that what you guys hear me saying right now, for those of you that know me, y'all can see me. Let's say that this is the dark side. I mean, when I talk about dark side, I'm not talking about evil and everything. I'm talking about, you know, like this is the color black on this side, meaning we can see everything, we can touch everything, and yada, yada, we know our daily functions. Let's say when we go to sleep, we on the light side, which is white and everything. And when I'm in, I talk about the color spectrum. And when I mean we're on the white side, we're on the other side, we're in our dreams that we have the ability to do on superhero type things, like be able to jump higher and fly and you know, for some of us are introverts, our other side, which are in dream self, is an extrovert. For some folks are extroverts, when in the dream realm, they're introverted. You get what I'm saying? Like the polar opposites. So what if part of the earth is the polar opposite of what we don't fully perceive? And the dream side is our other side that is actually living different adventures. While most of us are broke on this side, the dream side of the spectrum doesn't worry about money or anything else. But you get the chance to see certain family members that has passed on within your dreams. There's a particular dream that I had on Thursday morning. And I'm not going to mention it inside this podcast. But it was very interesting. Is praying for a particular individual that I know for many years. And she lives in a different state. And at the same time, you know, I pray to God that she's good and still here in the land of living. But I know it's a cryptic message that I got from her back in June that kind of almost said, like, otherwise, and everything. So, she's been popping in my dreams lately, and I'm like, okay. Is this let me know that she's not here in the land of living or, you know. So, it's little things like that. i give you guys a perfect example. You can see why I got to have me do the podcast yesterday. I had a very funny dream early this morning when I came in from work. And when in the dream, I was working on some music. And my little brother, late little brother, second command. Um, he was listening. He was like, hey, big bro, that's dope. And we was like actually working on the song when in a dream, mind you. My little baby brother, second command, it's been gone from about four years now. And um, 
Like it still pops up in the dreams every once in a blue moon. So no, that's his assignment from God. One of his assignments, what he's supposed to be doing. But um, he popped in the dream when you know, he was like working on some music as he was. He was a musician himself, a rapper and everything. So most definitely, um, you know, he did his thing. So it was a song was working on. I forgot which track it was and which beat it was. And I was trying to, actually in the dream self, I was trying to keep it in remembrance so that way I can go back to it and do what needs to be done. The reason why I mentioned that because, like I said before, even the ones that pass over, they still enter our dreams, they still are alive in the other side, the spiritual realm, the spectrum. And so when you do see them and you wake up in this reality, you're like, you already know that they're gone. But you're like, okay, what does that mean? Why are they popping in the dream? It's normally because we don't realize that deep within us, we're going through certain pain that we have not healed up. So their assignment is to lighten up the dreams, make it more fun and funny and everything. And, um, could, you know, basically tell us, hey, move forward. We're doing good on the other side. Move forward in the life. So even with the other dream we have, with the particular friend and everything, we're her. More so the fact that I was like, you know what? Leave us at saying up, move on. Don't continue to hold on. Just move on. Let's continue. October 21st, 2022, Boss Status Fridays. When you do your best to bless others at opportunities and then miss out on it, guess what? That's on them, not on you. So this particular week was an opportunity for me to actually work at a different job and stuff like that. And I was going to do it, but I was like, let me consult with the Lord first before I try to do this other application. And then I was looking at how much the pay rate was, and I was like, you know what? We are making a whole lot more than what is being shown on here and everything else of that nature. That was the first thing. The second thing was the scheduling part, because I was like, you know what? We got the half off days, but what I noticed is that the Lord has blessed me to use those half off days to work on other stuff. You guys know I'm still doing the podcast and online radio shows. Music projects for this month is done. Fishes of Daniel's book, Value 10, is already out on all major music streaming sites, including the website. So make sure you guys do check it out. Fishes of Daniel, book 10 by Chinchilla Q. Make sure you guys check it out. It's all on all major music streaming sites. So able to have the time to work on music projects and stuff like that and get into God's word. And now started to do the screen play of different um, Bible books and everything. So I'm looking for that avenue. And I was like, you know what? I said, I still know some homegirls that are still looking for a job. So let me go ahead and text them and everything. So mind you, like I said, I got two numbers on the Samsung. Which is my eight one eight number, my four two four number, and um, which is the E seven another one. So I was like, you know, let me let me text some of these people from my eight one eight number, so they can kind of be shocked, like, oh, the wait a minute, who is this? And whatever, one of my coworkers that I work with, and everything, I had to text her from the eight one eight number, and I text her from my four two four number. And I think to myself, why the heck she didn't recognize the four two four number? 
at the hat, try to text her the opportunity because she was the main one hitting me up. Where you working at? And it is and this. Are you hiring? Da, 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 da. So when I sent the opportunity and saw how um, fierce her text message was in regards to not, and I stopped texting her. She had this number for a long time. And I'm like, and I literally put inside a text message like, look, y'all, this is Q. I'm like, do y'all not know how to read? They said this is Q. It's only one Q y'all know. Do y'all know another Q? So with that, with the particular former coworker or whatever, she missed out on the opportunity. And I was like, you know what? Because God was like, send her the thing. I was like, I'm going to send it to her. And when I sent it to her and got the response that I got, I was like, you know what? It's like, she missed out. She missed out. It is what it is. On the Samsung, I guess I had blocked the number. And I was like, whatever with that as well, too. Number block. I ain't about to unblock it. It is what it is. Not being petty. <clears throat> Not being petty. But just on the basis of, I put like this on the basis of this. Of, we try to give you an opportunity because you was the main one asking. But such and such hiring, and this and this and this, try to let you know who it was on the phone. But the way that your attitude came out to be, it's like, you know what? Some people you can't help out. Some people you can't help out. Some people you got. No, I probably some people unfortunately you have to got <laughs> you have to let them still be stupid in a sense. To which if they miss on an opportunity, that's on them. As they say, you miss out on one opportunity, more opportunities tend to come later, which is true. So if they miss out on the opportunity, like you try to get somebody, guess what? Don't fret about it. Because that's gonna be on them. It's not gonna be on you. And the reason why it's gonna be on them. It's for the prime fact that you try to you try to bless them. You did part of your assignment that God told you to do, and guess what? They missed the ball on it. That's on them. And it's not on you, boo-boo. So you don't need to be worrying about, oh my goodness, you know, I just screwed up because they... And my apologies, y'all. I'm pouring out this Clorox water down ink because I have uh, calligraphy pens. And everything. So, the calligraphy pens, um, they had some ink put inside them. Oh, I'm going to need to put some water up in here. Because <laughs> that did not go as well as I thought it was. But, um, I like with a little Clorox um, sanitation type white thingies, whatever. And with that and stuff. I was actually had yeah, like the little ink cartridges that I had, you know, get purified in the water. A minutana, a lake <laughs> minutana. I'm playing around, y'all. Um, but no, I was actually whoa. Make sure that doesn't fall into there. Whoops! Let me hit something out on the floor though. But um, well, it's old carpet anyway, so yeah. As you guys see in the background, I'm actually trying to, what you call it, make sure I pour the water out carefully so it doesn't waste and spill. But cleaning out the ink cartridges, so because um, some of them did, whatchamacallit, um, leaked out into the box, whatever. And I was looking like, what the heck happened? And I'm like, ah, crap. So I was like, let me go ahead and clean them out. And like I said, these are ink cartridges that I actually reuse because I have different inks. 
that I use when writing with the pens. So, yeah. But in regards to just the remaining ending part of this message and everything else and stuff like that, I do want to say this. When you bless people have the opportunities that they don't take them, don't worry about it. That's going to be on that person. The reason why it's going to be on them is because you gave them the blueprint for what it is they need to do. They didn't take it. That's on them. Let them find different opportunities somewhere else. And if you don't have their number anymore, it is what it is. Some folks numbers you keep, some folks numbers you don't keep. Let me say that again. Some folks numbers you keep, some folks numbers you don't keep. Not everybody is going to roll with you and whatever it is that God has you to do. Some people are associates and some people are, you know, just individuals that unfortunately go be the ones that's going to like this. You can try to help as many people as you can in this world. Or folks who still go want to do their own damn thing. So as long as you try to paint, you know, give the blueprints to somebody or plant the seed, that's all you can do. If they don't want to take it, don't worry about it. Let them be ignorant. Let them learn on their own. And that includes older people as well, too. Almost I said old ass people, but I'm just keeping it real. Close them as well, too. Because they be the one that's be most more be hella prideful. I know when you gonna help young and I got it. I've been doing this for years. Yeah, and you still broke looking all sagging and slagging and stuff like that. <laughs> You're like sagging and slagging it. You know, speaking old terms. I put it like this. You still got a contrite spirit that's just dark. And you wonder why it amounts nothing in life. Pride and arrogance doesn't get nobody anywhere. Gets you killed more than likely. And also way worse. But afar from that, if you do bless other people with the opportunity and they take it, guess what? God's going to work with them. Because they took the initiative, or at least try to. And then from there, you just let them do what they need to do. So four out of, actually six out of five people got the opportunity that I had got from an OG who told me about this particular job and things of that nature. I was like, I'm not going to take it because I'm going to use the time allocated that God has given me to work on the things he's blessed me to work with the time frame he's given me to give. And work on the stuff. I said, but we'll bless somebody else to let them know. Hey, this is a particular opening. So you get into this, yada, 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 boop, 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 boop. Handing your business. And you said, looking for your job, looking for a job, la, 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 and just go from there. For the folks that did sit into, it was much appreciated of it. They kind of got stuck. It's like, I don't see the job that's on the website. I said, yes, that's just why I give you guys a little, you know, yada, 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 and boom, 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 boom. And like I said, if they did a thing, cool. If they didn't, I can't worry about it. It's just me, them, and God. But afar from all of that, though, you do give people opportunities and they don't take them. Guess what? Don't worry about it. Let you know that person is not about it. it means they didn't want the opportunity. Or they're not passing on to somebody else that may need it. If you guys have enjoyed today's podcast, you most highly appreciate it. Because most definitely it's been fun doing this one. See why God has to wait. So I'm not tripping about that. Everything else in this time. We are still in a pre-pandemic. And I know it's been getting cold and hot in various different places. 
So the weather weather is changing. It's fall, winter in most places. So please stay bundled up and stay cool. At the same time, we are still inside of coming up from a pandemic. But the way that things kind of looking per se, we're still in it. So I'm going to say this to all the idiots out there. I'm saying it like that for a reason. Please cover your mouths. If you're not wearing a face mask, cover your mouth the old school way with your arms and with your hands, stuff like that. And make sure you have hand sanitizer to wipe your hands. And if you are using a public bathroom, make sure you don't touch on yourself and then don't wash your hands and then walk out. Seen somebody do that this morning, almost like slap the crap out of him when he walked out. I didn't want I was going to slap the dude. But when he got done, he literally walked out and I was like, Lord, that's nasty. And then I said, I see why people are still getting sick left and right and everything. And see why we're going to still be inside this pandemic because most of y'all are just nasty. Stop being nasty. Wash your damn hands. Cover your fucking mouths. <laughs> you coughing and sneezing and shit. Excuse my language, but I'm just keeping it real with y'all. Because some of y'all just don't listen and everything. And when it comes to different races of people... I ain't gonna mention them. I ain't gonna mention y'all. But dang, Navit, stop walking up to people and you ain't got no mazzle. Because <laughs> I don't know what the hell y'all got on y'all. And it's like, mm-mm. Step back. I still wear my face mask while walking into LAX. As you guys know, a few months ago, I had COVID. Even fully vaccinated, but still caught the damn crap. So, this crap is no joke. It's not murky people like it had. But you now you got other idiots in other labs that try to create more different variations of COVID that's way much more powerful than what it was in the first place. We live in a backwards world right now. So I just want to tell you guys this. To stay from going backwards, keep yourself and others safe. You don't want to wear a face mask? Cool. Make sure you do cover your mouth, though. If you are sick, keep your ass at home. Don't go out and do what you need to do. Period. Get better. As opposed to try to make other people sick. Wash your dirty hands, please. And wash your butt cheeks as well, too, because some of y'all be smelling like booty. So, please, clean yourselves properly. Afar from all of that, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the upcoming week. October is almost done. We about to enter into birthday month, which is my birthday month, which is November. But the year's almost done. It's two months left. God has called you to do something. Please do it. Just do it. Because he's going to open up the doors for what it is he's called you to do. With that, I've been your host for this afternoon. Slash evening. Chinchilla Q, also known as Qmore of your Rocker Productions. Hit rockerproductionscm.org, the website. Saying peace, sayonara. Enjoy the rest of your day. Catch you guys next Friday, Lord willing. I'm out. Deuces.